We acknowledge the First Nations people as the traditional custodians of the land we are on today. We acknowledge and pay respect to all elders, past, present and emerging. The Now and the Future podcast is an exciting way of sharing members' stories of opportunities, challenges and provide support and expert advice for Down Syndrome community. Down Syndrome Queensland's vision is to support, advocate for empower people with Down Syndrome to take their rightful places as valuable and contributing members of their community both now into the future. Our podcast has once again been taken over this time in recognition of Father's Day and the important role that dads play in the lives of their children with Down Syndrome. We're joined today by a young people from the Down Syndrome community as they interview their dads about what it's like to be their parents. This is a very special glimpse into the father-child relationship in celebration of Father's Day, which is coming up on Sunday, September the 3rd. My name is Sean Gibson. Um, I am on a, a, I am on a now and the future podcast for the GSQ Jumping in Queensland. Uh, this is my dad, Shannon. Uh, this is his first time on the podcast. If you could go back and talk to yourself on the day I was born, would you tell yourself? Okay. Um, what I would tell myself is not to worry so much that. Um, Having a son with Down syndrome is a blessing, not a a problem. And I'd probably tell myself to read something like, there's a very famous poem from uh, Emily Kingsley, I think is her name, from Welcome to Holland. And she talks about how you plan a trip somewhere. And by the time it comes to having that trip, you realize that you're going somewhere else. And um, it's not what you expected, but it's just as nice in a lot of ways. What has been the best part of having me as your child? Um, I think the best part of having you as my child is learning from you. I thought you'd learn from me, but to be honest, I've probably learned more from you than you've learned from me. You've taught me to be patient, you've taught me to be kind, and you've taught me to think about others. What have been some of the tricky parts of having me as your child? Uh, I think the trickiest part is trying to come to terms with how other people view people with Down syndrome. Um, And I think, again, it comes back to what I said about how you taught me more than I've taught you. When you were young, I was pushing you in a pram one day because you were a little bit lazy and didn't want to walk. And while we were going through a shopping center, these schoolboys started laughing at you. And I was getting very, very angry. And I looked down at you and you saw them laughing and you got up out of the chair. You walked over and put your hand out and said, hello, my name is Owen. And they didn't know what to say because They didn't expect you to be able to, one, get up and walk and go over to them, and secondly, to be able to talk. So I think 
it was sort of tricky for me to try and come to terms with your disability. But as I said, you taught me that um, I shouldn't have worried so much. If you could share one message with the world about Down syndrome, what would it be? Um, I think I would say to people, have an open mind and realize that people with Down syndrome are a lot more than just somebody with a different set of chromosomes. They are people just like anybody else, and they have ability just like anybody else. The only difference is that that ability is slightly different. Um, it doesn't mean that it's a bad ability or a good ability. It just means it's a different ability. And um, yeah, I would just ask people to be a little bit more understanding. My name is Bella, and this is my daddy. Hi, my name is Daryl. I'm Bella's daddy. What would you ask if you could go back to the day you was born? Hmm. If I went back to the day you were born, I think I would probably tell you just to keep doing exactly what you've been doing, being you. And that you've got the strength and the courage to deal with anything that life throws at you. Basketball. Yeah, and basketball. And do you know what else I tell you? I tell you that sometimes you just need to give your brothers a cuddle, eh? Oh, no. No? What other questions have you got for me? What is the best thing about me being your daughter? The best thing about you being my daughter, I reckon, has to be your cheeky smile and the fact that you never stop being excited to see me or mum come home. Are there any hard things about having me as your daughter? Do you know what? There are a couple of hard things. Um, sometimes it's hard to see you being treated differently from other kids. And do you know what else is hard? Sometimes it's hard when you're grumpy with daddy and you don't do what I ask you to do. Of course not. I'm so good. <laughs> Sometimes. I'm not. What? Have you got any more questions? Yeah. What do you would tell to tell the world about this mystery that's growing away? Just down some um, I reckon I just want to tell the world that people with Down syndrome are awesome and that they can do whatever they want to do and they just need people to give them a chance. Okay, cool. Hello, I'm Simon Cox. I'm Michael's father, Michael's 32-year-old young man with Down syndrome um, and an absolute adventure in our lives. Hi, my name is Michael Cox. I'm an ex-international swimmer. Um, here today talking to my father. If you could go back and talk to yourself on the day that I was born, what would you tell yourself? Hey, good question. Um, I would tell myself to be less daunted by the prospect of having a child with a disability. Um, I would tell myself that it's going to be an absolute adventure um, and it's going to open up possibilities you could never think of. 
And I would tell myself that, yep, it's going to be as challenging as you think it might be some days as well. But overall, I would tell myself to be far less nervous than I was when we were first told um, and prepare yourself for a big adventure. What has been the best part of having me as a son? Well, um, Michael's the middle of five kids um, and I think having children is wonderful as a parent. Having a child with a disability um, has been amazing as well. Um, you know, Michael's been an international swimmer, so we've travelled around the world, you know, because of his ability and because of his disability. We've met incredible people. Um, but I think it's just teaching us and our family about tolerance and acceptance has been incredible um, and just learning where boundaries don't exist. I think that, um, you know, having a child with a disability is like having a child supersized from a point of view of being a parent. It's been fantastic. What have been some tricky parts of having me as a son? Well, um, Michael comes with his own set of uh, <laughs> challenges and attributes. I think that everybody has a personality and you know, some of the tricky things for us as parents has been letting go and, you know, trusting Michael and trusting the fact that, you know, you have to allow as many risks for a child with Down syndrome as you do for a child without a disability. So that's been one of the real challenges as a child. I can remember um, when Michael was about five or six getting ready for school one day and he was being particularly annoying and slow and I said, Michael, would you please hurry up? And he just turned around and looked at me and said, Dad, I have Down syndrome. So I think that um, one of the tricks is simply, you know, um, being aware and being realistic and um, having a child like Michael is a great leveller and a great um, – it brings you back to uh, reality and to earth very well and it's, it's amazing. But I think one of the tricky things is just, yeah, it's trickier, I think, for the parent. Uh, it must be very difficult for anybody with a disability to live in a world that goes very quickly. But I think as a parent it's about that letting go. It's about that realising that boundaries are a lot broader than you think um, and that you can just trust people. If you could share one message with the world about Down syndrome, what would it be? I think that we all have to learn that um, disabilities like Down syndrome simply mean that great people take a little bit longer to process what's going on. And the rest of the world, if we just slowed down a little bit, um, then they would fit in perfectly. And slowing down is actually good for all of us. So I think that what we need to all understand is that there's a whole cohort of fantastic people out there in the world that do amazing things, that you know, swim for Australia and they, they have little businesses and they do incredible stuff for us all and that gift we can accept if we all just slow down a little bit to their pace, which is not going to be bad for anybody. Well, my name's Michael Hogan. Uh, I'm current 72 years of age. Uh, so I've been the father to Nick now for 46 years. Uh, it's been a fascinating and interesting life. Um, I've had a professional career uh, in a number of different uh, occupations, um, but most recently, probably for the last 20 or 30 years, uh, in consultancy in the field of reputation management. My name is Nick Hogan. And uh, I love Brisbane. Mm -hmm. It's a good thing. And I love my 
<clears throat> helping other people the the best they are to achieve the best. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And what about traveling around? Have you enjoyed doing that? I like traveling. I like going to Sydney here every time. So it's pretty good. Yeah. What? No. Yeah. In Melbourne too. Yeah. If you could go back in time to the day I was born, what do you tell yourself? If I could go back in time to the day you were born, uh, I think the things that I would tell myself is that I need to be prepared for any possible challenge, including the unpredictable challenges. Uh, that I would have to learn my way into the future uh, because each Down syndrome person is different from the other uh, and they come from different environments. And as a consequence of that, they're going to have different lifestyles uh, and different opportunities. Uh, and you need to be patient and thoughtful uh, and willing to be challenged and you need to be thoughtful about the way in which you go about the challenges and you've got to make sure that you foster love in the family because that's really crucial to the success of meeting those challenges. What has been the best part of having me as your child? Really, the best parts of having you as our son has been just watching you grow and develop and adapt to the situation that you find yourself in. The way you go about it is pretty special. Um, you know, you're a very loving, thoughtful person, but you bring so much joy into whatever environment that you're in. And, um, you know, I think you've been lucky. Uh, you've been allowed to flourish and you've got great personal independence. Uh, and we just love watching that evolution uh, into the grown-up Nick Hogan. We just think that's fantastic. Um, and as I said, the joy you spread is the thing that really resounds about uh, the features of your life and you're adventurous you know you're prepared to have a crack at things which I really love as well and you're fearless in the way in which you go about living your life uh, so all those things have been aspects of your life that have brought great joy to our life what have been some of the tricky parts of having me as your son mm. The tricky parts, uh, I think the tricky parts are the patience that is required because that's continuous. Um, uh, some of the health issues that you've had over your life have been challenging. Uh, the fact that you were born with a phenomenal bilateral squint, uh, which meant that you were virtually cross-eyed at birth uh, and it took the medical profession three or four years to work out um, what was the solution to that problem. Uh, and in fact, that's probably been one of the things that uh, was a bit of a learning curve for both Anne and I. Uh, but once we did solve the problem, uh, the 
the changes just came at a phenomenally rapid pace. So the health issues aside, um, building a, an interesting character uh, uh, that where there was cooperation, I guess you could say, between us um, and keeping our expectations high. I think that's been uh, the tricky part, managing expectations all the way around. Uh, and you need to overcome, I think, the self-consciousness that goes with being a parent of a Down syndrome child. Um, uh, there's no doubt that the external society judges uh, a person differently. So you have to learn to just shed that skin because it's not going to get you anywhere. Uh, and once you've shed that skin and then you can just, you're free to get on and create your own life together. Uh, that's been really important. It's been part of the challenge that I've loved. I think it's been part of the challenge that you've loved. Um, and now you're at that independent stage of your life where you can make your own choices uh, and exercise the way you would go about things. Um, the fact that you are fearless is just incredible. Um, uh, and you've got a broad and diverse range of interests, some of which include us, most of which don't include us, but it's uh, it's been tricky at the beginning, health-wise. It was tricky in terms of, you know, probably personal self-consciousness and things like that. Tricky in terms of some of the initial misunderstandings that go with the Down syndrome condition. Uh, uh, and then were tricky trying to break down, if you like, the systemic uh, structures that didn't have a place for people with Down syndrome in them. Um, and I think we've been, the three of us have been really, really good at that. If you could share one message with the world of, about Down syndrome, what will you it be? What would it be? Mm -hmm. Good question. Uh, I think the answer to that one is that as you evolve in the Down syndrome world, both as a person with Down syndrome and as a structure around a person with Down syndrome, like a parent, um, that you're going to learn a lot about yourself and you're going to learn a lot about the world around you and you are going to enjoy many, many, many things, and you're going to rise above uh, the prevailing prejudices of the day, both close to you and apart from you. And you're going to be, as I said at the beginning, you're going to come out of all of this a better person uh, and a more committed family person uh, than was poss possibly thought at the beginning. Thank you so much for listening to this very special podcast. And thank you to our wonderful interviewers and interviewees that made this possible. 
if you wanted to carry on listening to more heartfelt content, we added some links in the show notes to some more beautiful options that you can watch. To finish our podcast today, here's a message from Bella to all the dads out there. You are all cool. Happy Father's Day. At the Now in the Future podcast, we'd love to hear your thoughts and questions as a way of continuing to provide essential information for the community. If you have a question or would like any more information on any of our episodes or have any ideas for future episodes, simply send us an email to engagement at downsyndromeqld.org.au. That's engagement at downsyndromeqld.org.au. And we'll do our best to provide you with the information you require in one of our upcoming episodes. The Now in the Future podcast aims to support, advocate for, and empower people with Down syndrome both now and into the future. You have been listening to the Now and the Future podcast. For more information about this episode and many other topics related to Down syndrome, please visit the Dyson Drone Queensland website at dysondrome.org.au slash QRD. Down Syndrome Queensland, supporting people with Down Syndrome now and into the future.